get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. everybody welcome to the ectoplasm show this is josh and uh today for episode 49 we have an amazing show lined up for you uh we have our good friend uh and business partner uh summer jones who's going to be joining us and uh it's uh it's going to be a very very cool episode and i can't wait uh i can't wait for you guys to hear what she has to say now uh little quick note here obviously this is show uh number 49 and for uh show 50 there are still a few spots available uh if you wanted to call in and uh tell your story tell your uh scary story it could be ghosts it could be ufos it could be conspiracy it could be anything uh but you have the opportunity then to email me at ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Um, and you can also find us on uh, Facebook as well. It's The Ectoplasm Show or at Ectoplasm Show on Twitter. And drop me a line. Let me know uh, if you have a scary story that you would like to share. Um, we will definitely get you on air. And uh, we want to make a big deal out of episode 50. And, uh, you know, really get you guys involved in the show as well. So if you have a spooky spooky little story definitely reach out we will set up a time uh where you can call in or i can call you or we'll do whatever and uh we'll get that show on the air uh for for episode number 50 so on with the show i am going to uh be giving summer a quick phone call here and we are going to get her on the line all right, and joining us right now, we have Summer Jones. Summer, are you there? Yes. How's it going? Hey, it's going awesome. Thank you for doing this and being with us. Absolutely. I would never miss this. It's awesome. <laughs> Love it. Um, so for the people who may not be uh, familiar with you and your work, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, probably, I think... People would most know me from my work um, on the uh, World War II aircraft carrier, the USS Hornet. It's um, docked out in Alameda, California. It is very, very haunted, and I help with the ghost hunt aboard that ship. Um, but I think more um, important than that to me is my work with the ghostfiles.tv. Uh, we make amazing to me I think it's amazing um, paranormal films and shows and all that good stuff and um, and also I'm a paranormal investigator uh, I've been doing it for you know many years now um, long before you know those hunters was cool on TV 
which I just watched tonight. And um, yeah, there's like a lot more pretty looking girls on that show now. So oh, really? It's, it's really, yeah, it's really interesting how it's kind of changed um, from yeah. when it first came out. It was like all these dumpy looking dudes. <laughs> uh, except for, with the exception of my homeboy, um, Dustin Perry, who's right. super cool. Um, by the way, Dustin Perry is the most down to earth dude, like so nice. Um, he like volunteered his time at the Hornet for us to help us raise money for the ship. Like he's so cool. But you know, besides that, you know, it was all these dumpy looking dudes. And now it's like, you know, some more attractive dudes that kind of work out and then some pretty attractive ladies. And it's just so amazing how that has changed. You know, they're still doing the same shit where they, you know, sit in the dark with their K2 meters and their goddamn REM pods. Right. But the cast is different, right? It's a little more um, watchable, I'd say. Oh, that's very cool. No, it's funny, though, that you mentioned that because I do specifically remember when when Jason, uh, he's the bald guy, right? Yeah, Jason uh, got, like, muscles all of a sudden. Like, it was, it was kind of weird because before it was just like, oh, he's the bald guy with the gut. And now he's like, oh, he's the bald guy with, like, the goatee and the muscles. I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they had like a like a winter break, and he's like, "Hey, I don't want to be fat anymore. I'm gonna go work out a bunch, stop eating cheeseburgers, watch me, and um, you know, and then I'm gonna get back on TV, and everyone's gonna be blown away. And right. I mean, you know, good for him. I wish I could do that. I mean, I wish I could take a season off and just work out every day. That would be amazing. Yeah, but. Uh... You know, and like you said, you know, with your work and everything with uh, the Ghost Files, um, that is groundbreaking shit, and people really should, like, go and check that out. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, we're both involved with it, but but in a way, I am. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we are way too fucking busy to uh, just go and and sculpt our guns. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. (laughs) I mean, I... You know, besides all this work we're doing, like, we have families and, and things like that. It's, it's so hard. It's like trying to balance it, it it's impossible. So, yeah. uh, you know, like I said to you early, earlier before we got on the air, I was like, you know, let's just give up on looking attractive, yeah. um, drink, <laughs> drink more beer and eat more cheeseburgers, and then we'll just look back on this later and go, man... You know, we were pretty hideous, but, you know, we'll, we'll find time to work out, you yeah. know, when, when the kids are in college, right? That's right, right. <laughs> After the kids go away to school, then yes, then we'll we'll, we'll worry about it then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, we've got goals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good to have goals, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't want to yeah. achieve everything right now. Fuck that. Like, you want to just, you got to have something to work for. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we can't we can't just be perfect all the time. That gets boring. Oh my gosh, I love it. But uh, <laughs> now, I wanted to get into this a little bit too because you know you are working on this amazing new project um, called Yes No Goodbye, and yeah, tell us a little bit about that um, without giving too much away, obviously. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean you're gonna have um, you have to pull me off, you know, the microphone because I could talk to you for like a week about this project. Right. Um, so I mean, as, as you know, like 
Um, when I when I was working with you guys uh, on A Brush With Evil, my um, all-time favorite paranormal documentary, um, you know, we kind of dipped our toes in the water with the, the Ouija board stuff, and, and there was a reason that I was kind of, like, pushing to use it, and it was because I wanted to experiment because I have worked with so many paranormal investigators just all over the world. I mean, I've literally traveled the world and investigated, I mean, all over the place. And I say the number one thing that people are like, oh, yeah, let's ghost hunt, but don't bring your Ouija board. And I'm like, what the hell? It's, right. it's a piece of cardboard, you know? Like, the planchette is, like, made in China. Like, exactly. To me, it's, like, such a piece of shit, you know? And everyone's, like, so scared about it. So I was like, you know, I really want to make a film about it and like why it's so taboo you know where does that come from and and basically you know doing a brush with evil kind of really just jump-started that whole project um and so with with the group we've we've sort of traveled around the country um meeting with different people um when people watch the trailer they'll kind of see there's there's some fairly well-known uh faces in in the movie very um, much so yes yeah, and um, it, it's going to be really uh, surprising to a lot of people when they hear these people that they've, they've followed for years, when they hear their opinions yes. on the spirit board and the Ouija board. Um, and I'll, I'll just, you know, I don't want to, you know, sort of blow the load, so to speak, but I'll tell you that I'd say 99% of the people that I've interviewed in this movie think the Ouija board's bullshit. Right. And, um it's really it's been fascinating for me too because um, you know I I never really believed in it but I've always been a fan you know I think it's a really um, cool part of Americana like it's like it basically I look at it as a piece of art right it's it's the iconography of it oh absolutely um, you know it's super cool and um, you know I've never had a bad experience and and I'm not um, you know I'm not downplaying other people that maybe have had bad experiences I my point of view is just it hasn't happened to me so um, you know in the film I kind of explore that I'm like well how come there's all these horror stories and all these people afraid of it yet you know I've done really horrible things with it nothing's ever happened to me <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what am I doing wrong but honestly uh, I think that's a very healthy way to go about it it's a way to look at it because nothing has happened to you yet so why believe in it right yeah i mean like my background outside of ghost hunting is in science so i need to have like a lot of data before i can make like this hardcore conclusion that this sort of supernatural tool is really this like telephone to the other side it's just so unbelievable to me exactly and i you know, I, I just can't go, okay, well, I heard your ghost story. I'm a believer. Like, that's just not my mentality. Right, and, right. Um, I, and, and, it's, and, you know, through all this, all these, like, experiments and stuff I've done, I'm not looking to get possessed or, you know, have my Ouija board catch on fire. You know, I, I don't want anything bad to happen. I just want something to happen. Like, I cannot get the planchette to move, like, at all. Right. And so... You know, part of the movie is just getting, I guess, guidance from other people who have had a lot of luck with the spirit boards. Um, you know, talking with Robert Murch, who's 
basically, you know, the number one guy when it comes to Ouija boards. He's a historian. He has the largest Ouija board collection in the whole world. You know, so I got, you know, his, some, some advice from him. He's, he's a part of the project. Um, I've, I've spoken to uh, ladies who practice witchcraft out in Texas. And um, now we're going to be filming in New Orleans and uh, getting with some people who also practice witchcraft, but also practice voodoo on a regular basis. So I'm basically getting all these different people from just different, you know, belief systems involved in the project to see if I incorporate what, you know, what they practice into using a spirit board to see if it's going to jumpstart my experience. And I am very, um, very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I will say this. Um, as much of a skeptic as I am, there is a moment that I had in Texas with, with one of the other cast members on the film where I, I mean, I seriously had a freak out moment where I, I just wasn't sure what was really happening. Right. <laughs> and it was, just, it was to the point where I was like, you know, I'm not going to keep this Ouija board. I'm going to leave it here because <laughs> I don't just, just to be on the safe side, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Texas to me was such a weird shoot, and um, I, I really can't wait to show people the film because it's got a little bit for everybody: people who believe in it and people who don't. So, right. you know, it, I think at the end, the the message that this movie um, has at the end of it. I think we'll speak to everybody, um, and and I can't wait. And and I don't think that um, anyone will be disappointed, whether whether they believe or not, because there is some something in it for everybody. And there's some really intense moments um, for those people who believe in it, and um, you know, a couple of come to Jesus moments. So it, it should be pretty pretty interesting. And I think that's what's going to make it, you know, so appealing and so attractive to everybody is the fact that this is as real as it gets. You know, there is absolutely zero bullshit with this film. Oh, I mean, a- absolutely. There there was a small um, YouTube clip floating around about it, and um, it was interesting because I was using the board with somebody I, I know very well, and immediately the people that didn't know me were like, oh, she's pushing the planchette. And I'm like, that is a really interesting perspective. It's because they didn't know me. They assumed I was the one moving it. And the person that they did know, they assumed was the victim of my shenanigans, right? Oh, I see. Yes. And and I'm like, that's very that's a very interesting thing because I think that's what happens when we use the, the spirit board. Like, in general, I think um, the more you know the people that you're using it, the more you're going to believe their story right you're going to yep. believe believe what they're telling you believe what they say um and i anyway so one of these people was like oh no you're moving it you're a liar blah blah, blah. and i'm like that's fine you believe that but i have no reason to push that planchette in fact if anything i should be pressing down really hard on it and making it hard for it to move exactly right to prove my to prove my point that i don't think it's real right right well, and I do remember a very, very cool little scene in in the movie that we shot last summer with uh, A Brush With Evil, and uh, the camera crew gets that camera right up in your face, and they asked you what you oh. thought, you know, about the Ouija board. Oh, 
And you were just like, I think it's bullshit. You know? And Yeah, absolutely. But I, but I remember right yeah. after that is when we shot the scene of me basically telling the team what we were going to be doing that night. And we were going to be doing a Ouija board session and it didn't sit very well with them because there's that stigma like you talked about earlier. There's that stigma that's attached to it that I think everybody, everybody's going to have an opinion on the Ouija board regardless if they've even ever used it or not. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people who don't give a crap about ghost hunting or paranormal shows or any of that, they've got an opinion on a Ouija board because it's been around for so long. You know, the the 1800 spiritualism movement, like, you know, back in the day, people would sit down at the dinner table and whip out this, like, spirit board and go, okay, all right, family, we just ate dinner, now it's time for a family board game night, and they would try to talk to dead people. You know, like, that is part of our culture, and it's been that way for a couple hundred years now. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did for entertainment. I mean, that was it, which is crazy to think about now you know what I mean but at the same time you can waltz into a, a Toys R Us or a, a Walmart and, and purchase one of these things you know at, oh absolutely and I mean it's not that big of a deal but I don't know you could just waltz into a store and, and pick one up you don't have to go and like talk to some fucking witch doctor <laughs> or anything like that oh yeah I mean uh, just Funny enough, last night I went on Amazon and I ordered a Ouija board and it's delivered to my house the next day and nobody bats an eye, right? Right, right. And, uh, you know, obviously because I had to buy another Ouija board because we have lost seven now in this film. I was going to say, yeah, what's the deal with that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I can't say it's supernatural, um, but a lot of weird things have happened and we keep losing them. And I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to write my phone number on the back of this one so that someone, <laughs> if they find it, you know, in like Malaysia or somewhere crazy, yeah. <laughs> they can call me and be like, hey, I've got your Ouija board here. And just then I may case. send out, that'll be part two of the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, speaking of like, you know, just strange occurrences in general, have you been experiencing anything weird with the filming of this project so far other than you know losing a shit ton of Ouija boards yeah I mean what's funny is I feel like all of us who are you know part of the ghost files each one of us has been touched in a weird way um, by something um, unwholesome, I'll just say, okay? Unwholesome. I would totally and, agree. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't know if it's from making this movie or from making A Brush With Evil. I feel like it might have started with A Brush With Evil and then rolling into this movie, it kind of decided to pick up speed. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of weird things have happened. Um, and, and again, for those that don't know me, like, I am totally skeptic. I'm the first person to go, oh, bullshit. I mean, I think even in, in A Brush With Evil, there was yeah. this moment where, like, this fucking banshee is screaming in everyone's faces and everyone's freaking out. And I'm like, oh, no, it's a dog. It's a possum. 
Right. And then and then I'm watching it. I'm like, oh no, that's not a fucking dog or a possum. That's fucking real. <laughs> you know? But like immediately, my 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 rational mind is like, oh no, there's a normal explanation for that. So you know, with this movie, it's weird that I keep having these moments where I'm like, okay, at what point do I stop rationalizing? Like, at what point do I go? okay, this is not normal. Like, these are weird things that are happening and they keep happening. Right. And, and even at, at one point, I mean, I really felt like one of the cast members in this movie, I, I felt like he really was um, not himself. And I'm not going to use the word possessed because that's so fucking generic. Yes, it is. But, um, you know, he just wasn't himself. And, and I can't really explain it any better than that. Just he was acting really weird, and when I was talking with him, it was like he wasn't there. It, it was just weird. It, it was like it was almost like having a conversation through email with somebody. Wow! And you're like, you know, you're not getting that personality. Like it's very flat. Yep. Because um, it's it's hard to have expressions and personality when you're typing something out, and that's how it was with him um, during during the shoot. And then, um, you know. We went to, uh, we filmed out in Baltimore, which is the birthplace of the Ouija board, and we were there on the 125th anniversary of the Ouija board. And it just so happens when I fly home from that event, you know, all my luggage is mysteriously lost. Oh, what the and, hell? Yeah, all my luggage is gone, um, and my luggage had like four Ouija boards in it, and of very various uh, ages, somewhere antique. Um, some were signed by super well-known people in the paranormal and um, you know it just all disappears nobody knows where the heck it is and to this day I have not you know received any word from the airline they had no explanation it was just like you know sorry it's about it just gone and I know that yeah I mean that obviously that happens every day to people but to happen to me coming from WeegeeCon on the 125th anniversary <laughs> yeah. with the suitcase yeah. full of Ouija board shit. I mean, it's pretty bizarre. <laughs> that is really jacked. Oh, my God. And still no word on where it's at. Still no word, yeah. So, Ugh. I don't know. If these are all bad omens or what, so I'm really hoping we can just finish this film <laughs> Oh <laughs> so yeah. else bad happens. <laughs> I tell you, like, I always like to ask that. You know, if because it always seems like the entire fucking world is against you when you want to, when you're trying to make a dream come true, so to speak, you know. And you know, a film is huge. It's like your freaking child, you know. And oh yeah, it's it's just weird because it seems like fucking everything that can go wrong is going to go wrong. And it's it's interesting to hear those stories as well. You know, it's just it's crazy stuff to me. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, and it's part of the process. Um, but I think for our little team, I think we also amplify that shit majorly with the things that we film and the, you know, just the topics and the things that we do. You know, we we um, you know we play with fire a little bit, and you know when you do that, you know what happens? You get burned and. Right. And what's amazing to me is that we keep going and we keep doing it. And and I think that's why we all work so well together because we're all fucking crazy. We are. But in, in, <laughs> we're a good crazy. <laughs> like, right. I think, we're, we're driven. Yes, exactly. We're passionate, driven individuals. And I think that's what is going to ultimately set us apart. 
you know, and set the film, like all of the films, apart from anyone else's. So we're definitely against the grain. <laughs> but that's Absolutely. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, I, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, I don't want to be just another ghost hunter, you know. I, I want to really make people think about what's out there because I think it's a lot more complicated than sitting in the dark with your voice recorder collecting EVPs. I think it's way more complicated than that. And I guess the goal, at least for me, is to just capture that complicated aspect on film. When I say, hey, this is real. Yes. And I mean, honestly, if you sit back and, and you look at the paranormal field as it is today, in very broad strokes or whatever, there are a lot of people that will just take your shit at at face value and accept it you know but now there's a very large camp of those same people or whatever that will also try to rip your shit apart you know they're more skeptical you know they're more skeptical about things um and you know it's basically like some bad location joke you know or oh you had to be there you know type of thing it's like if you aren't experiencing it for yourself you're not going to necessarily get it you know and it that's the problem with the paranormal but at the same time you know you look around the field and i think it's one of the the biggest i don't know the biggest places for charlatans to to hang out basically because people oh, are you know sure. and if people are going to believe your shit anyway then you might as well make some money after you know and it's sad to oh, say yeah, but I mean, there is a lot of that going on Oh, yeah, it would be naive to think that that doesn't happen, you know? Um, right. I mean, I've definitely been to places where they're like, okay, this place is haunted, pay me $1,000, and you can investigate it. And begrudgingly, we're like, okay, here's our $1,000. And yeah. then it's like a goddamn fun house, you know? It's like they do things to uh, enhance what they enhance your experience, you know, so they can make a buck. Exactly. You go out and you tell all your friends, oh, this place is so haunted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and they're going to come so, in and they're going to spend their grand or whatever and and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I mean, it's totally, it, it's, it's a huge industry. Um, and, you know, I appreciate those people who are skeptics and who, who, who will call bullshit. They'll be like, oh, no, that didn't happen. Exactly. And you know, in your heart, you're like, oh, no, dude, that really happened. Yeah, you had to be there. Well, that only drives, I think, our group particularly, that drives us to go, okay, they don't believe it. Well, let's fucking prove it to them. Let's show them. Exactly. Exactly. Put them in the middle of the location joke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've invited them. I'm like, hey, you don't believe this shit? Come with me. Like, let's go do this together. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. It's funny, though, because I've I've said similar things, and how many people are reluctant to do that is almost sickening. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, it's easy to sit back in your comfortable little living room and talk shit instead of getting out there and experiencing things. Because I think in their heart of hearts, they're afraid to know the truth. Right. The truth is fucking scary. It's absolutely scary. And I, yeah. Now, in your honest opinion, Summer, I want to know, as far as the paranormal field is concerned, do you think that we will ever get any closer, any any more answers in this field than what we already have? 
Um, I I think we will, um, but not in the way that we think we will. If that makes any sense, that makes total like, sense. I I think that we will get to that sort of end goal of of proving that there's something out there bigger than ourselves, right? Yes. But I don't think it's going to come from sitting in the dark. Um, with our night vision cameras, our voice recorders, our K2 meters. I don't think it's going to come from that. Because we've been, as paranormals, we've been doing that for years, right? And where where are we? We're, we're nowhere. Right. All we so, have is new toys. You know, that's exactly. it. That's exactly it. Um, and I don't think any of those gadgets are going to get us to the point that we want to be, or at least we think we want to be. Because, I mean, if you, if you really ask yourself, Okay, do I want to know if there's something after this life? But do you really, really, really deep down want to know that answer? Because what if the answer is no? There's right. nothing. You die. It's black. No one's going to remember you. Fuck it. You know, like, do you really want to know that truth? Exactly. And I think, that's, I think that's where people need to start. Instead of going, okay, I want to chase ghosts, like, you need to sit down and ask yourself, do you really want to know the answer to that question? Because I think if you really, really think deep down, I think the majority of people will be like, you know, I'm good. I don't really need to know that. Exactly. <laughs> but that would, I was going to say, that would probably weed out a lot of, a lot of people in the field. Oh, for sure. I mean, absolutely. Um and, you know, I think someday we're going to get all the answers we want. But I think, you know, and I'm going to go out, I'm, I'm going to sound really crazy right now. But I think what will happen, and and I think this is completely plausible, is that a fucking, like, alien spaceship is going to come down from outer space, land on our planet, and be like, yo, bitches, I'm here. We've been here. Um, there's aliens all around you, walking around you, you know, like, you know, Megan Fox is one of us, or you know, <laughs> you know, uh, Justin Timberlake's one of us. Right. You know, and and I think something it's going to be something like that that we go, holy shit! All those UFO sightings were were real, you know? Exactly. And you know, I don't think it's necessarily going to be like a ghost walking around going, "Hey, I'm a ghost. Here's your evidence." I think it's more going to be on like extraterrestrial side. I would totally hop on board with that idea, and I mean, anybody that listens to this show knows that you know the whole idea of of aliens or whatever it fucking terrifies me okay like it terrifies me but at the same time i think that's more plausible um you know and basically them coming down like you said and basically just telling us exactly how it is um i would totally hop on board with that idea it terrifies the shit out of me ultimately but it would be at the same time, you know, kind of cool to have answers. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's definitely scary, right? But. Oh, yeah. You know, on the other side of that, there's really no point in being nervous or worried about it because, I mean, if these people or whatever they are can come to our planet from somewhere else, there is nothing we can do about it. They're obviously smarter than us, <laughs> yeah. better us than us in every way. So we kind of just roll with it and be like, yo, I'll be your slave. I'll be like, I'll be your bitch. I'll do whatever you want. Don't eat me or my family. I'll be your bitch. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just don't probe me or anyone I care about. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> alien love. Alien love. <laughs> alien butt stuff. 
Love it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but no, um now I want to I want to get into just a little bit more about the project. Um and specifically, you know, more or less like a timeline. When can people expect to see this? The the Yes No Goodbye uh, documentary. Um, that's an amazing question, and <laughs> a, a lot of people have been asking me. They're like, "When can I watch this?" And the I guess the short answer is, I'm trying really, really hard um, with all my might to get this film wrapped in the next two weeks, and then go immediately to post production, edit right. it up, and have it ready, hopefully by around Halloween. Um, that would be I know amazing. It, it would be amazing. It, it's a very lofty goal, I admit. However, um, I think it's too good of a story and too amazing of a project to sit on it. Because um, I'm, I'm so excited about it, and I'm definitely terrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> and um, I mean, I'm the worst. Don't tell me any secrets. I am so terrible. I totally uh, understand. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm the kid at Christmas time who one year opened every single one of my presents, yes. looked at it, played with it, put it back together, and rewrapped everything. <laughs> and my parents never knew. They didn't know? They had no idea. I mean, I'm an amazing gift wrapper. That so, is awesome. You know. That is freaking yeah, awesome. And, and that's how I am with, with these projects. I want to just, you know, go full speed as soon as we wrap and get it out by, by Halloween. So... Um, I think people just keep watching our Facebook page, which is Yes No Goodbye Movie, or our GhostFiles.tv page. They'll they'll be able to follow it and know our progress. Um, I think we're pretty forthcoming about what we're doing. So oh yeah, um, you know, just I guess the message is to be patient, and you know, we don't want to just we don't want to put it out too fast. We want to make sure it's perfect. Um, so, but honestly, I don't think that's. I mean, you you said it was a lofty goal or whatever, and I don't I don't really think it is. Um, with the amount of things that have already happened, just surrounding the project, and that you have on film, it it needs to be out there. It has to be out there, and sooner than later, you know. Um, and it'll be good. It'll be very very good. Um, and I just. I'm in this exact same boat as you. I can't wait for people to freaking see this thing. Um, it's going to be freaking groundbreaking. I know that for a fact. So people need to uh, definitely go to the Facebook page. Definitely check it out um, and just keep watching because shit is about to get crazy. <laughs> I love that's, it. That's, yeah, that should be the tagline of the movie. Shit is getting crazy. <laughs> it should. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's going down <laughs> oh my gosh but no honestly I mean and you know as far as like you keeping secrets or whatever that's totally understandable because like I said earlier this is like one of your children okay and when some freaking cool shit happens with your kid you want to brag about it you know but sometimes it's hard to keep that shit on lockdown I get it <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh exactly. that's exactly it I mean there's like and oh my god I, I can't wait like okay the movie itself is cool right it's, it's a cool story there's a lot going on but what I think is even more um, amazing is all the behind the scenes shit 
But there's so many random, hilarious conversations that we film <laughs> that it's just a whole other movie project on its own. Like it's so funny. You should do um, that. And I, I know you can you can understand that with all the stuff that went on behind um, A Brush with Evil. Oh my it's like God. all those moments, like those are the moments you remember. Like the yeah. movie's awesome, right? But you remember these like really um, kind of tender or intimate moments that are funny and sweet and all that good stuff. And it's just awesome to just have all that on film to, to share with people. Absolutely. Like, I, you know, one of my best memories from shooting A Brush With Evil was, okay, number one, I was stressed the fuck out. But then you came and made shit better because you you keep your cool. No matter if you're freaked or not, Summer keeps her cool. And it was it was her birthday when we were filming and we drug her on her birthday to this haunted ass chapel in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I felt terrible about that, that you had to be spending your birthday doing this shit. And so we got what? What were they? Zebra cakes? Is that what they were? Oh yeah. We put yeah, a well, cigarette. A white trash. Yeah, zebra. it was. It was a white trash birthday cake. It was a white trash birthday cake, and it was a zebra cake with a, a lit cigarette sticking out of the son of a bitch as the candle. <laughs> but we filmed it all. Like we filmed the whole damn thing, and it was hilarious. But it was it was very cool too at the same time. So. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And I'll say this. You guys did not drag me anywhere. I was happy to go. I mean, you know, what's better than, you know, going on a creepy-ass ghost hunt with your friends on your birthday? That's a good point. You know, maybe that's weird to, like, a normal person, but we're not normal. (laughs) That's why we're friends, right? Yeah, exactly. We are anything (laughs) but normal, but that's what makes us (laughs) (laughs) kick-ass. Oh, my gosh. Now... Um, go ahead and plug your stuff again. Where can people uh, find you, find the movie, and all that other fun jazz that you have going on right now? Okay, for all the stalkers, um, we love you. <laughs> Stalk the crap out of us, um, especially if you're attractive. We appreciate that. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> the, the, movie, <laughs> the movie website is uh, talkingboardmovie.com. Uh, Facebook page is Yes, No, Goodbye, Movie. Um, there's also the ghostfiles.tv. That has all of our projects um, beyond this one. And um, we're on Twitter, uh, Talking Board Movie on Twitter, uh, Spirit Board Film, I think, on Instagram. So anywhere on social media, if you type in Ouija Board, you should find us. It's Yes, No, Goodbye, Movie. I was going to say, you know, we're literally everywhere with the project right now, which is awesome. Um, people are talking about it. People want to see this. Um, and that's only going to get bigger and bigger, um, especially as we approach, you know, releasing the song, bitch. <laughs> so Absolutely. it's going to be amazing. So but thank you so much for taking the time to do this tonight, Summer. No, I, I'm my pleasure. Um, anytime I can talk about myself, you know, you just, you know, ask. I'll be glad to do it. <laughs> uh, you know how much I love that. Right. So, uh, right. so, so it's awesome. Uh, thanks for having me. And um, you know, I'm. I also want to plug 
A Brush With Evil coming out very, very soon to On Demand, which that movie is the shit, and you all need to watch it. And you will get to see Summer in action in that flick, which will be badass. You can see yeah, her Yeah, you in- get to see that <laughs> that very famous quote like yeah. oh what do you think about this, this this Ouija board oh I think it's bullshit I think it's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and that right there that that's the prequel to Yes No Goodbye yes it is <laughs> it's a nice little segue into your flick <laughs> <laughs> right oh my gosh well thank you again Summer so much yeah no problem thank you Josh <laughs> alright bye bye all right, so there you have it, our good friend Summer Jones. We want to thank her yet again uh, for coming and hanging out with us uh, for this episode of Ectoplasm, which was so much fun. She has amazing projects in the works, um, and this yes no goodbye thing is going to be is going to be freaking groundbreaking. I know uh, for a fact, um, and you guys are definitely going to want to check that out. And I'm going to mention yet again. That uh, episode 50 coming up next week, and you guys can uh, still get in your uh, ghost stories if you want, and then we will put them on air uh, with you telling the story, obviously. So we will do an over-the-air interview with you on your time, whatever works in your schedule. So uh, reach out, let us know, um, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook or at Ectoplasm Show on Twitter. And I hope you guys have a great weekend and we will be talking to you all very, very soon. Everybody, peace out. I'm make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.